Welcome to the Husband Factory Podcast. I'm the host and founder, Makita Kamara Omensa. Join me here every week where I help single women meet good men and enjoy great marriages using proven faith-based principles. Now, here's today's episode. Hello, hope you're having a great day. Hope you are enjoying your singleness as you should be. Hope you are doing a lot of wonderful things, finding out about yourself and discovering things that you love to do and a little bit of what God wants you to do with your future. Because at the end of the day, no one else can make you satisfied but you. Just a little tidbit. You know, when I got married, I didn't get married until I was 35, which I talk about. And, you know, sometimes I wonder about that because I've always wanted to get married. I like I, I've I always wanted to get married. And when I think about it, I that I was part of the problem. Like like there is a lot of ignorance on my part. And which is why I started this podcast, because I said I don't want other women to make the mistakes that I did. I was really part of the problem why I waited until I was 35 to get married. And it's not that I waited by choice. (laughs) I would have wanted to get married a lot sooner, but I wasn't doing the things that I needed to do to get married sooner. I thought I had time. I was like many of you listening to me that I thought I had time. You know, one thing about me is that I looked young for my age. Most people thought I was younger than I was, and I felt young. I've always been energetic. I've always been busy. I've always been somebody that goes and goes and goes. So you wouldn't really know that I was getting older because I didn't act like I was older, and I didn't you know, necessarily look like I was older. But I was getting older. Time was flying by, you know. Younger men were always approaching me, you know. So I really, you thought I was okay. And one of the things I did was waste time with the wrong guys. If I hadn't wasted time with the wrong guys, I probably would have gotten married much younger. So that's one of the things I want to talk to you about today. I want you to not have any time wasters. I want you to think about it very closely. You can't afford to have men waste your time in your 20s. You can't afford to have men waste your time in your 30s. In your 40s, that's just suicide. Like, why are you letting a man waste your time in your 40s? But definitely, any time of your life, you can't afford to to have anybody waste your time. Nobody can afford that. Even if you're 20, 21, no, you can't afford to let men waste your time. So you have to find the type of men that are not going to waste your time, the type of men that are worth your time. So I am here today to tell you about five type of men that you should be open to. Now, it doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to marry them, but at least you should be open to them. You should give them a chance. You should give them the time of day. I always tell the story about how there's a certain type of man that I like. And if you, and if you weren't that type of man, I wasn't even going to give you the time of day. Like, don't even bother. I already had it in my mind what my husband was going to be, what my type was. Do you even know your type? You think you do, but do you really? Do you really know your type? Do you really know what God has for you? Do you really know what you really like, what you really need? All you know is the external things. All you know is the things you've told yourself. Like I told myself, I'll never marry an African man. Even though I was African, I just, you know, said I'll never marry an African man. I just didn't want to deal with their level of passion. (laughs) I'll call it passion. But, you know, when you get in a fight with an African man, that's a that's a that's 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 a fight that um, you you don't want to get into. (laughs) I what else did I tell myself? I told myself that I didn't really want to marry somebody that's too involved in ministry because, you know, I want to keep my husband to myself. So many things I told myself, so many things I made up in my mind that weren't really they're just things that I made up. 
at the end of the day, my husband is an African man who treats me like I've never knew it was possible for anybody to treat somebody else. And at the end of the day, I'm married to somebody who's involved heavily in church, just as much as I am. And it works. It's perfect. I don't, you know, we we serve together. We, we leave the house together to go to church. We come home together to, from church. We never have to wonder where the other person is. And, we, and we're together a lot all the time. Like, we spend so much time together in church and outside of church, and we get along fine. You know, we get along perfectly. We have a beautiful relationship. So if I was basing it on my so-called type, I probably wouldn't have ended up with him. So I want to tell you five types of men that you should be open to. Now, the first type of man is the man that genuinely likes you. Now, that sounds self-explanatory, but we as women are crazy. That's just the truth. We don't like the men that like us. We like the men that don't like us. We like the men that don't see us. We like the men that are ignoring us. It's the truth. When a man likes us, it's all of a sudden, uh, automatically, we kind of put them on the back burner like, "Mm, I already got him. You know, oh yeah, take a number. That's how we are. We act foolish. And when we do that, that's how we can end up being 30 and not married. If you're past 30 and you're listening to me, think about some of the men that were genuinely nice. They genuinely liked you, but you were like, um, yeah, whatever. Yeah, he's just, you know, he's not my type or mm, yeah, he likes me because usually what happens and it's so crazy. Like, why do women want to be the one chasing? But sometimes a part of us wants to chase. Like when a man likes us, it's almost too easy. We start wondering, OK, like he's so desperate. Like, why is he all over me like this? And why is he so you know, fawning over me. And he looks like, you know, he look at you with those Google eyes, googly eyes. And you're like, what in the world? Like, please calm down. Meanwhile, that's what you've been waiting for. You've been waiting for somebody to care for you. You've been waiting for someone to be crazy about you. You've been waiting for someone to genuinely care, to call you, to find out how your day was and really mean it, to show up when you have things happening in your life, to care about your future, to push you, to root for you. You're the one that's always rooting for other people, but you find someone that is always rooting for you and it's like, you know what? I want you to do this with your life. I want you to do that. I want to be there for you. And you get scared. Part of it is you get scared. Part of it is like, no, you want to chase. <laughs> it's really crazy. I'm not telling you to settle, okay? But what I'm telling you to do is re-look at that list again. Some of us, our lists are are really just outrageous. And it's not that God can't do it, right? God can do everything, right? Yeah, yeah, he can give you tall, dark, handsome, business tycoon, good credit, millions of dollars in the bank, will take you on exotic vacation, have time to spend with you all day, a prayer warrior, powerful prayer warrior, powerful praise leader, all wrapped up in one man. He can give you that with straight white white teeth, chiseled body. He can give you all of that in one man, but you will wait, honey. Because for all of those things to be in one man, you will wait because they they have to process him. You know, it takes time to make somebody all that perfect. And then the thing about it is, are you all those things, all the things on your list? I'm not saying don't have a list, but make your list a little bit more realistic to who you are. All those things on your list, are you all of those things? You know, you want him to be tall and dark and handsome and romantic, a business tycoon. He's wealthy. He's educated. He has good credit. He's a prayer warrior. He's a praise and worship leader. He has all of this stuff. He can grow into those things. But you may not meet somebody that has all of those things now. And he's single. 
So if a man genuinely likes you, give him a chance. Instead of chasing these fools that you don't know whether he likes you or not, you have to ask yourself, okay, what's going on? Okay, what did he mean by that? Okay, how come he hasn't called? Okay, I don't understand what he's doing now. We haven't, you know... We went out. I thought we had a good time. Haven't heard from him in three days. Why are you bothering yourself? Meanwhile, there's somebody from day one. He told you, you know what? I think you're the most beautiful woman in the world and I'd love to have you in my life. So why aren't you giving him a chance? Hmm. Okay. So number one is the man that genuinely likes you. Number two, the man that is a committed Christian. Don't look at how he looks now. You know, this is the thing. We want, most of us want a finished product, but we aren't a finished product. We look at men and we're looking at them like, you know, okay, okay, he has this little rinky-dink job. Yeah, he's committed, but, you know, look at his car or, you know, look at his clothes or, you know, he's, he's kind of goofy a little bit, but he's really committed. He really loves God. He's sold out to God. Anytime the church is open, he's there and it's genuine. You can tell when a guy's trying to just come to church just to get you. You should be able to tell that if if not, then let your friends or your pastor's wife or somebody uh, look with their eyes. But there are some men that there's no way they're faking it. You know, they're really sincerely praying they're really sincerely living for God. One thing you can't fake is character. You can fake the talk of the Christianese talk and, you know, all of that, but you can't fake character. There's some men, they have good character. Anybody can attest that this person is a good person. He has good character. If you find a man with good character that is committed, you better give him a chance. Don't look at how he is now. If a man loves God, genuinely loves God, and if he serves God's leaders and he is committed in church, oh my goodness, there's no limits to what he'll become. Stop looking at him now. There's no man, married man now that you admire that was like that when the wife met him. None, not one. Any married man that you admire that is so powerful, is so this, is so that, they weren't like that when the wife met them. When the wife met them, they were probably just like the men that you're looking at now that you're despising. That, you know, they're a little goofy, they, but they're crazy about God and they are committed. You know, the thing about it is, I've said this before, is that you don't want Satan to be your father-in-law. If you marry an unbeliever, Satan becomes your father-in-law. Marriage is hard enough as it is. You don't want to be having a spiritual war in your house. This is a spiritual world we live in. What you're doing when you marry somebody that is not a Christian is you're inviting Satan in. And when you're inviting Satan in, you're inviting sickness in. You're inviting all kinds of problems in. You're inviting financial issues. You're inviting all kinds of anything that comes with, with Satan. You know, Anything that's not good and perfect is from Satan. That's your what you're inviting into your life. You need to make a decision. Now, I don't care how fine he is. There was a time in my life when I felt like if the man is fine enough, honey, there's some men that are so fine that they're worth they're worth the risk. Thank God for growth. I'm no longer there. <laughs> you can't afford to. You have to ask yourself, do I want somebody that's going to be a prayer partner or somebody that's going to be a prayer point. Because all you will do if you marry somebody that's an unbeliever is pray and pray and pray. And it's not prayer like, oh Lord, help my husband's destiny. It's warfare prayer, deep prayer, deep intercession. Like you'll be praying all day, every day. Is that what you want? Give the brothers a chance. Give the committed Christian men a chance. That's number two. Number three, I can't stress this one enough. Give the man that's available a chance. You know, a lot of us like 
men that are, that are emotionally unavailable. You know what the type that you meet them. They're like, oh, you know, I just got over a divorce. I'm not really ready for a relationship, but I really love to be your friend. I really love to spend time with you. You're so beautiful. I think you're hot. You know, I love you. I this and that and that, but I'm just not ready for anything committed. They're telling you the truth. When somebody tells you who they are, believe them. So you want to get married. So why would you be with somebody that's unavailable? Because you, in your mind, think you can change him. You think you can make him want to be with you. You're thinking that you want to be there for him, especially if he has a sad story of why he's not unavailable, right? Of why he's unavailable. You know, oh, my wife cheated or this happened. You know, I've lost my faith in women. Some of some of these men are really manipulative. They'll say those kind of things. And then you, oh, I'm going to prove to him what a good woman I am. I'm going to prove to him that all, not all women are like that, that there's still pure women out there, that there's still good women out there. All these kind of foolishness. Let me tell you something about men. See, men are not externally motivated. As a woman, right, if you meet a man and you don't like him initially, If the man starts being kind to you, he starts being genuine to you, he starts treating you well, he starts doing things for you that show you how caring he is and you get to know his personality. You know, maybe he he makes you laugh, all of those things. You start to like him because you're starting to get to know him. See, women are externally motivated. We can change how we feel about somebody because of external circumstances, things like how he treats us. Let's just say he he turns out to be so generous and so kind and he is available when you need him. He treats you well. He's supportive of you. You'll start to like him. You're like, you know what? He doesn't look that bad after all. And you know what? I'm really starting to like him. And you know what? He actually is kind of cute, you know, and, and you know what? His personality is just amazing. But can I tell you something about men? Men are not like that. If a man doesn't like you from the beginning, there is nothing you can do to change his mind. I'm going to repeat that. If a man meets you and he doesn't like you, there's nothing you can do to change his mind. Doesn't mean that he won't take your food if you cook it for him. Doesn't mean that he won't sleep with you. Doesn't mean that he won't be with you for five years and waste your time. But it doesn't change how he felt about you from the beginning. If he didn't like you from 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 Genesis, he still doesn't like you. And I'm just telling you the truth. I know it's sad, but it's the truth. So don't waste your time. Don't waste your time with men that are unavailable. If there is a man that is available, he's available. He's there. He's nice. He's not dating anybody. He's doesn't, he's no strings attached. He's not married topic for a different day. He's not any of those things. He's ready for marriage. Give him a chance. Number four, the man that is your friend or your brother. A lot of times When I talk to single women, I'll tell them, oh, what about this person? He's so nice. I love his personality. He's so cool. And they're like, oh, he's just like my friend or he's just like a brother to me. And I'm just like, "Okay, so he's the perfect person to get to know for marriage because he's like a friend. He's like a brother. Are you going to marry your enemy? I'm just I'm just saying, are you going to marry your enemy? No, you're going to marry somebody who you're comfortable with. You're going to marry somebody that is already in your life. I mean, you, you, you know, a lot of us are looking for somebody exotic to come from somewhere. And, you know, when he comes, he sweeps us off our feet and all of our friends are so impressed. And he's so this, he's so that. And you get to know him and it's just this exotic love affair. And it's just, you know. You're in the palm trees with your hair blowing in the wind and he's just a magnificent and all that. And, you know, yeah, it can happen. But why not give somebody that is your friend, 
that you trust, that you guys are comfortable with each other, that you can laugh and joke and be around each other, give that person a chance. Because at the end of the day, your husband should be your best friend. So if you have a guy in your life that is like a brother or like a friend, give him a chance, get to know him, especially if he is all of the things that I've already listed. Now, number five is the man that won't waste your time. There are men that will date you for 10 years. There are men that will date you for five years. There are men that will string you along for years and years and years. If there's a man in your life that says, you know what? I want to get married. I am ready to get married. I'm ready to settle down. You know, men that have a sense of purpose, and these are good men to look for. Men that have a sense of purpose, give themselves a time frame for marriage because they have other things that they want to do with their life. And marriage is kind of holding them up. They're like, you know what? I really want to build this business. I want to build this ministry. I want to build my career and I want to get married. So let me set aside this time for finding somebody to get married so I can get on with building my stuff. Yeah, that's how they think. You need that type of man. Don't marry a man that is okay aimlessly. There are men that are going to be 50 years old and be okay being a bachelor, be at the club, being like, what's up, baby? What's up, baby? You know, with their big 50-year-old pot belly. And they're okay with that. You don't want that. You want a man that has a sense of urgency, that he's made up his mind he wants to get married. Number five is a man that won't waste your time. There are men that you meet them, they're, they're kind of like, I don't want to say they're in a hurry, but they, oh, they already know what they want. They already know, I want to get married in the next year. I want to get married in the next two years. And so they're very purposeful about the relationship. They're very purposeful about getting to know you. They're intentional about getting to know you. They're intentional. They're perp- they're intentional about, you know, the time that you spend with them because the time that you spent with them is they're trying to figure out, can this work? Can we be together? Can we be together? Can our futures work? Can our futures match? Can our destinies align? That's what they're trying to figure out. Those are men that you should give your time to, to get to know, especially if you want to get married which is why I think you're talking to me (laughs) or listening to me. So I want you guys to realize that there are really, really good men out there and we just need to give them a chance. I'm not saying settle, but I'm saying give them a chance. The ones that I've listed, the top five, the five that I've listed, I'll go through them again. The man that genuinely likes you, number one. Number two is the man that is a committed Christian. Number three is a man that's available Number four is a man that's like a friend or brother. And number five, the man that won't waste your time. If you meet any of those, give them the chance. Give them a chance. Be their friend. I'm not saying you have to go and marry them. I'm not saying you have to become their girlfriend. I'm just saying give them a chance. Open your heart. Get to know them. Hang out with them on a Saturday. Get to know them. Give them a chance. You might be pleasantly surprised. Have a great day. Take care now. I'm sure you got a lot out of today's episode. Don't forget to share. And guess what? The conversation doesn't have to end here. Hop online to www.husbandfactory.com to subscribe to my VIP newsletter. Just scroll to the bottom of any page and you'll see the button there. Remember, all the great love stories you've ever heard out of all of them, yours is going to be the best. Can't wait to hear it. See you next week.